Nicolas Cage as Dracula. That there's nothing else to say. On tonight's episode, Renfield on the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, Joe? Hey, Jay, what's going on? Nothing much, man. Everybody, Jay's back. That's all right. I'm here. Yep. You can't cancel me. Uncancelable. <laughs> all the suicide talk in the world wouldn't stop me from bringing Jay back. <laughs> so we got a nice movie to talk about a little bit, right? We do have a good movie to talk about. Um, but uh, yeah, man, first I'm excited to have you back on the show because uh, Thank you. I had a great time when we did our episodes and everybody was a big fan of the Jay episodes. I got to tell you, I heard... Uh, or a lot of feedback. Well, I'm glad to be back, and I'm glad that the people like it. So hopefully we'll give them a lot more of what they want. So I'm counting on you to carry this for me. I'm counting on you to make this a bigger hit. <laughs> I'm not trying to put pressure on you, but I need this. I need this win. So this, <laughs> this has to be good. Um, I'll do it for you, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, what? All right, so as Jay said, we have a good movie to talk about, and it is a new movie. Uh, we are talking about Renfield, which came out uh, this April, and it is directed by Chris McKay. Did you know Chris McKay? Because uh, he, he's a big adult swim guy. Okay, I mean, by name, no, but if I if you look up his stuff. stuff he's working on, I probably know it, but yeah, by name, I don't recognize him. Now. Yeah, um, the story of this movie was written by Robert Kirkman, which I thought was kind of cool. I didn't know that um, until I actually saw the movie and saw the credits. Those of you that don't know about uh, the cast, uh, pretty popular, we got Nick Cage playing Dracula. Uh, you have mm-hmm. Nicholas Holt as the Holt, tit- yep. Yep, titular character, Renfield, Aquafina, and we have Ben Schwartz, uh, as amongst many others. And the movie is essentially about the character Renfield from Dracula. He is Dracula's assistant. Uh, he's in the book, he's in the movie, the original movie. I think he's in quite a bit of other iterations as well. It focuses on him as a character who is dealing with an abusive relationship <laughs> uh, with Dracula. Clearly, this is a horror comedy movie. I think everybody knew that from the preview and the fact that Nicolas yeah, Cage you is see Dracula. The trailer, yeah, you know what it is. You see the poster, I think you you know what it is. But um, <laughs> I was excited to see it before I saw the trailer. When I heard about the concept, and I heard who was in it, and that it was a comedy, and kind of like that it was supposed to be like kind of playing fun at, you know, someone who's like in an abusive relationship, and it's like Renfield and Dracula. I was like, oh, that's really clever. I was excited just hearing about what this movie was all about. I was excited about it. And then I saw a trailer for it, and I was not looking forward to it anymore. I thought it looked really dumb. Um, I wasn't really into it. I didn't think they kind of pulled off the, the the kind of movie I heard it was supposed to be. I was like, ah, it doesn't really look good to me. Uh, yeah, it's a big budget studio. It's Universal Pictures, obviously. Uh, you know, so you're going to get a different kind of movie when it comes to those sort of studios. And I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. And then um, I saw people reviewing it, and they liked it. You know, people that I kind of, uh, whose opinions I take, you know, to heart. So I was like, all right, maybe it won't be so bad. We watched it, and we haven't really discussed it yet. I liked it. I didn't love it. I thought it was good. I liked it better than I thought I would, uh, especially after I saw the trailer. But uh, I still didn't love it. I still thought there was a kind of, there, there was a few things that I was like, eh, about. But what did you think? Because I didn't hear anything about your expectations or what you thought of it. 
Yeah, so I was in the same mindset as you. When I heard about the movie, I was like, oh, shit, this sounds pretty cool. Uh, It's going to be pretty interesting. And then when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this is like a joke. Um, And I wasn't really too thrilled. And I was kind of a little disappointed that they spoiled Nick Cage as Dracula in the trailer. Like, I'm not a huge fan of trailers because of this. In general, I feel like they spoil too much about the movie, especially nowadays. Like, they just pretty, pretty much put, like, the best parts and, you know, spoil everything, like, right away so i was like i would have rather had you know the reveal of him in the movie and just not had him in the trailer but yeah after watching the trailer my expectations kind of went down a little bit was it all stupid kung fu fighting was that like what was like you know surprisingly enough surprisingly (laughs) enough after i watched the trailer so when i watched the trailer i think the biggest thing that disappointed me was i felt like Nicholas cage like the the cosmetics the makeup and whatever i thought it kind of looked a little goofy as Dracula. I'm like a prickly pear. And obviously Nick Cage is known for overacting and you know like you know I guess that that works to some extent with uh with the Dracula character, you know, he's like really over the top with it. Yeah. But after I watched the movie, I really did enjoy like the kung fu fighting and like the choreography <laughs> and the fight scenes. I thought were really cool. And overall, I thought it was okay. I I don't think it was the greatest movie. It wasn't the worst movie. It was just there and you know, I'm not a huge Aquafina fan. I'm also not a huge Ben Schwartz fan. Yeah, um, and they were pretty integral parts of the movie. But I do like Nicholas Holt a lot, and I and I think he's great. And I thought he was great in it. Yeah, I think probably the the takeaway for me from the movie was that it's just like a a mediocre film that kind of like doesn't take itself too seriously. And if you go into the movie knowing that, it's like you'll you'll probably enjoy it more because that's all it is. Just like a a little goof. A little goofy movie with uh, some some pretty cool, pretty good fight scenes, in my opinion, <laughs> and uh, just like a couple, you know, a couple jokes thrown around here and there. Yeah, it's definitely entertaining. Um, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't regret watching it. I didn't like, I wasn't dreading it. Like, ah, oh, when is this going to be over? It had my attention, and um, you know, I guess this day and age, especially when you watch a movie at home, because this movie is available to rent and or buy already. It's one of those, um, right. yeah, like you know whatever 20 30 day uh vod movies so uh i was surprised to see it up so fast but you know then again like that that's been kind of happening a lot lately um yeah so you can watch it you know um for 20 bucks whatever it is or you could find it for free somehow i don't know why uh, i don't know how but you could i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to know how you can dm me yeah uh, <laughs> all right there you go because <laughs> that's how i watched it i watched it at home i was intending on watching it in the theaters but what going to the movies by myself is yeah, I actually was. But going to the movies by myself is, you know, not the greatest. I used to do it a lot, but I I do it. Now, I mean, yeah, you, you yeah. Know, if you now listen, I'm at the point where it's like I want to go to the movies. Like if no one will go, then I'll go by myself. But I, it has to be something like I really, really want to see. Otherwise, I'll just wait and just watch it at home. I really don't care that much. I obviously go to the movies on my own uh, for certain things. I don't do it often, but I do go for a couple things. And obviously, you hear on the podcast. I mean, I assume you listen to it. Um, <laughs> I go... Uh, talking to the audience or are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Oh, hell no. I don't listen to shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather kill myself. Um, Speaking of which, we got to bring up some more suicide. Stuff. So we haven't talked about it. Much. Yeah, I mean, I go... Uh, I, I've gone a couple times to see some of these like newer things, and I've you know talked to the guys about it but other than that i don't know i don't really go on my own uh, i don't mind it you know um 
I mean, I watch a movie at home by myself. I don't know. I guess it's like I, I, I kind of feel it's the same way. But I, I used to go to the movies a lot by myself. I think you did too, right? Because like we had that yeah. uh, movie pass thing for a while. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Like you and I were going to the movies like a lot when we when you lived here too. Right. We saw. A whole I was back on Staten Island. I had the movie pass before it exploded in popularity, and it felt like a job for me to go to the movies because I had to go like three times. So like pretty much, I would make it a habit to go once a week to go see a movie and a lot of times i went by myself so i was like all right can't find someone to go just go otherwise i felt like i was just wasting my money yeah i mean i, I, I don't do it often obviously and it's easier now to, to not with all these like direct to you know right a streaming yeah, they make it movies. so easy to watch it at home whether it's right. netflix or yeah um whatever you know uh shutter anything like you can just literally watch it I mean, we're paying enough. We're paying enough for it. So, all right. Well, I mean, you know, we'll get into the movie a little bit. I'll stay out of spoiler territory, I guess. Although it's hard. I I do feel like the opening is a little bit of a spoiler. So I guess um, what I'll say is we won't talk about any major spoilers, but we're going to talk about like plot points and things we liked. So, you know, if you want to know nothing about this movie, um, then maybe, you know, save this episode for, uh, you know, a, another time after you watch it. Um, but I can give you a recommendation and say that um, I did enjoy it. I think it was a little bit better than the previews made it out to be. It's out there, obviously. Like, it's a horror comedy, but, like, even, like, the storylines and the plots were, like, kind of, like, convoluted. It was a little a little much. But, yeah. you know, there's some great, like, there's some great moments. There's some great um, fights. There's some great action beats and sets. Uh, I love like you know a lot of the acting in it. Uh, there's enough in there to uh, entertain you 100. percent And if you had any inclination to see it, um, if you kind of were like on the fence about it, see it. If you were like, ah, it's, it didn't look like the thing for me, then it, it might not be then. But um, if I guess the the most I could say about it is if you kind of were interested in this movie if it looked like something that uh piqued your curiosity a little bit it's worth a watch um but just know that you know it's kind of flawed and it's you know what it is it's a big universal movie so yeah i think if you want to know nothing about it don't even watch the trailer because i feel like the trailer <laughs> spoils too much but um yeah it's it's a good movie and if you had interest in in checking it out already prior to listening to this or watching the trailer or anything definitely check it out like i said it's a it's a good watch. It's not a super long movie, which is which is good. Yes, that's true and too. I, I mentioned yeah, it's that. like a quick yeah. what hour and a half. Yeah, um, that's it. It's like an hour and thirty or something. Yeah, an hour and thirty minutes, pretty much on the nose. And uh, I, I mentioned that a couple times with other movies. Like I like that. I, I don't need a movie to be like three hours. Um, when right. I when you get a good hour and a half movie, you could actually like watch it and you know do other shit during your day. So uh, like I did when I watched this and uh <laughs> yeah so all yeah, right so let's get into it yeah let's get into it so um right off the bat the opening of the movie i fucking loved it and and the opening was like oh man like this is a lot better than i thought it was going to be uh because they take the original movie and they introduce dracula and renfield with clips from the universal movie from the 30s they just mm-hmm. sort of do like a face swap to put nicholas cage's face on dracula and nicholas holt's face on renfield and they like there's a narration by renfield through it throughout it but they do they do reenact the dialogue and it's it's fucking great i didn't realize the movie was kind of like a quasi sequel to the original 1931 dracula uh and and it is that that was kind of like the joke of it all so yeah i i i was really impressed by that when that uh when that started i had like a big smile on my face i was like man this is really great i hope this is like 
not the standout part of the movie, but like setting the tone for the rest of it. And um, it was kind of somewhere in the middle of that <laughs> statement. Yeah, but. I mean, I, I agree. It started off fantastic. I didn't, I didn't realize that it was direct footage and it was just like deep faked. I thought they were just uh, just like reenacting. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. It's black and white and everything. But yeah, now that you pointed out that it's literally the original Dracula. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. deep fake. That's, that's really cool. I, I enjoyed it uh, when I orig- originally watched it, but I'm getting a lot more appreciation now that you're enlightening me about this that's that's actually really awesome yeah yeah i i, I can't i've seen that movie so many times i've I probably watched that movie honestly like 50 times so like i i recognized every single shot right away i was like oh wow like i was really that was like a special thing for like a fan of the movie so that was great and you know what it, what it basically sets up is that uh, dracula is almost killed in a fight and with like a priest or it, it might be like van helsing i don't really remember helsing, to be honest yeah. with you it was, yeah. I, I yeah, I thought it was. Okay, yeah. Could be mistaken, but yeah, that was my interpretation of it was that it was Van Helsing. Yeah, so he's near. He's like brought to near death. Renfield brings him to New Orleans, and he goes out and finds people for him to feed on, so that he could heal. So that's essentially like the the main you know uh, plot of the movie until we get in, introduced to some other characters, and it, and it kind of goes like off the rails, in, in my opinion. But and I think it's kind of ingenious that. Uh, you know, he's in a therapy, he's in a group, he's in group therapy. He's listening to people explain uh, their abusive relationships and stuff like that. And not really thinking it's something that he is part of, but he's using it to say, okay, this person's dating someone that does horrible things, beats them, deals drugs, you know, hurts people. I'm going to get those people, kill them for Dracula, feed him and, right. get, and get them out of this good person's life. And, I, and again, I was like, wow, this is a pretty great plot. I, I, I like this. Uh, until it gets, you know, until we get further well, they, into it. They, they use that as a major plot point for the, you know, for the movie is that group. And then you could tell that from the trailer, you know, it's not really a spoiler. Like there's a lot of scenes in the group, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty smart. It's pretty smart where it's like, yeah, that's where he's going there to get his victims, which is, which is actually really cool. I enjoyed that as well. Cause it's like, all right, yeah, you're taking these, you know, scum of the earth piece of shit kind of people and just like, well, they're going to be lunch and that's it. You know, and all these people are going to have better lives, but yeah, it definitely goes off the rails a little bit and gets a little wacky from there when you start making that just like the central pivotal point, especially towards the end where like, that's, you know, pretty much how they close it out. I, I was not a huge fan of that, but <laughs> yeah. You know what I was surprised that I didn't see more of is the kind of like nods and Easter eggs to like the original film, especially after they mm-hmm. opened like that. The only thing that I saw that I actually thought was pretty funny was um, I always remember it, it was so weird. And then you see like a little bee, <laughs> a little bee come out of a little coffin. I thought yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> And they use that in this movie because Renfield like, yeah. eats bugs, which is a thing that he was into. He wanted spiders and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. He eats bugs to get like, you know, uh, his powers, I guess you could say. Uh, he's taking the life force of smaller um, things. And I, and I feel like, you know, nothing was stopping Renfield from like just taking a person himself and using their, you know, uh, blood for even more life force or whatever you want to call it. I don't know why he was still sort of like bogged down on eating bugs and shit i guess they just want to make him like a better guy i, I don't know it was, it was like weird that that's where he was stuck with you know i, I didn't understand right why. i think that they were trying to make it so that he was you know the like more righteous like strong resolve 
like good guy. Like yeah, they, I think they sure. really pushed him to be, you know, like the hero. Yeah. Um, throughout the entire movie, and that's probably why they went with that with the bugs instead of having him feed normally. Yeah, it didn't make a ton of sense, but um, I, I I assume that was the reason too. But you mentioned the fight scenes, right? And mm-hmm. these are this is the this is the stuff I saw in the trailer where I was just like, oh, that that just kind of turned me off. I was like, I don't want to see, you know, like at this like slow mo kung fu like over the top fighting in a horror comedy. I just didn't understand its place. I thought it was really, really strange to me. Watching the movie, you know, we don't really see that right away. I see all this other good stuff that I was talking about. I'm like, oh, all right, maybe it'll make more sense or it'll fit in more or I just judge it too much. But no, like when that stuff happened, that was the thing that like took me out of the movie. Um, but you liked it. So- I, I enjoyed it because, you know, like I wasn't really taking the movie too seriously from the start. And the movie definitely doesn't take itself seriously really most of the time. But... You know, I enjoyed those fight scenes. I thought they were kind of cool. I thought they were kind of well done. Some of them reminded me of like Fist of the North Star type, <laughs> like overly I thought about and graphic yeah. just because I'm like, Riccio. They, they're just, yeah, Riccio. Yeah, it's like just gruesome content just for the sake of it. I think what would have kind of won me over more with that stuff would have been if like the, um, like the gore, like in, you know, in terms of like limbs being ripped off and like people being like, you know, stomped on and like faces being ripped off, like, oh, like, over the top shit they did if it was like if it just looked better if it was like practical uh and not just a cg mess like the blood looked ridiculous like i, I think mm-hmm. it, like i think you could agree with that it looked really stupid very cartoony sort of thing that didn't get anywhere um i feel like if they just sort of maybe went a little if they went like a step further and just made that like practical it would have been like more funny uh if anything really and um just a lot better looking because that, cause that was, like, the one, like, huge complaint I had with the movie was that the fighting. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not fitting. You know, it's it's not like, you know, Dracula X Matrix, you know. <laughs> but that's, like, essentially what it was. It was just, like, it was not necessary or expected, I don't think, from anyone who watches any horror movies or Dracula particularly. You're not expecting, like, Matrix-style no. fight scenes. No, no. And that's exactly what you get. And, and, and Aquafina, oh yeah, Aquafina plays a cop, and uh, Ben Schwartz plays the son of a, I guess, like a mobster. Yeah, like a like a like a mobster who's it's his mother is the one that's in charge of this mob gang, whatever you want to call it. Their paths cross when Renfield gets involved in taking out a, a drug dealer that like Ben Schwartz's character is involved with, and then Aquafina is coming to you know stop while she's doing some kind of DWI checkpoint. That's how all these characters meet and you know get in each other's way. And uh, I won't really get into detail of that, but I didn't like any of that. I, I thought like I thought like the the Renfield Dracula stuff was great. I just didn't like Aquafina's stuff, and I didn't like Ben Schwartz stuff. And I do like those two. I know you said you weren't like a big fans, but I like them normally. Uh, just wasn't into like what they brought to the story. I thought it kind of just went in a strange direction, like too, like just too much. Yeah. And, you know, I've mentioned previously, I'm not huge fans of either. I'm definitely less of a fan of Aquafina, and I think it's mostly her voice. I find it very annoying, but <laughs> Ben Schwartz is okay. Like I like him in some stuff, some stuff. I think his characters are just stupid. And I think he's typecast to be like the stupid, you know, like fucking idiot. And it's like, you're better than that, Ben Schwartz. Come on, man. I don't know. I don't like it. The plot twists and turns with his character, I just thought were retarded. And uh, Aquafina's character as a cop, I thought also 
brought pretty much nothing to the table. And, like, I think both of those characters were just, like, they were pretty integral and pivotal parts of the plot. And I feel like they didn't need to be. I feel like they probably, like, I don't know. I don't know who wrote this or who thought thought this was, like, a great idea. That was, like, <laughs> to me, the worst part of the movie was, yeah. like, both their characters and the interactions. And, yeah, it was just not cool. Yeah, it, it brought, like, a, like a lot of weird story uh, elements. It, 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 it made the... The plot went in a couple weird directions, I felt, when you brought these characters in and you kind of had to deal with them, you know, at that point, And that was that. <clears throat> Aquafina, yeah, I, I think she's okay. Um, some things I like her in, some things I'm just whatever. She's awfully toothy, I would say. A lot of teeth. I, every time she, like, <laughs> I feel like every time she, like, opens her mouth, she has to show all, like, top and bottom teeth. <laughs> I don't know what's... <laughs> Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm not trying to like teeth shame. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, how dare you, you tooth shamer? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, she definitely has like a big mouth with a lot of teeth. I feel like <laughs> it's uh, very God. noticeable. Yeah, we lost her as a fan. I'm sure. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe she appreciates the. Yeah, honesty. who knows? It's <laughs> good for her. She's getting her money. You know, good for everybody that's doing well for themselves. Well, know, but. Speaking of, like speaking of teeth, um, we get Dracula, Nicolas Cage. Uh, this yep. is a character that he's always wanted to play, apparently. So he, you know. Has he really? Yeah, yeah. That, he, he has. So there's three characters that he always wanted to play. It is Captain Nemo. It's Superman, which he kind of played, but the movie got canceled. And it's Dracula. Those are his three, you know, goals as far as characters go. I thought he was fucking awesome as Dracula. Like, he yeah. was just having a good time with the character. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really, like, like that about it. And he was being Nicolas Cage as well. You know, he wasn't, right. like, trying to be... Like, the accent was all over the place. Sometimes it was there, sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes it was just flat-out Nicolas Cage yelling at people. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm fine with this. Um, he could just... He's just, he just a good time, like, when you watch him. And... I thought this was a great role for him. And I really love the way he looked. I know you kind of said you thought it was goofy, but like, didn't you, you didn't like think it was cool how like he was kind of reviving throughout the movie. Like he started off like all decrepit and like falling apart. And every time you saw him, he was like, kind of, kind of, um, uh, Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where he's like, yeah, all decrepit and, you know, beat up. And then like over time he's getting, uh, you know, more and more back into like his normal, you know, humanoid form, you know, back into his like uh, rejuvenating his his life essence or whatever. Um, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was cool. I like that. And like, you know, I think my biggest thing with the with the cosmetics, the costume and the makeup was like it just reminded me of like I know it's not a color movie, but it's reminded me of Nosferatu. Okay. Like and like that's what he reminded me of. Like, very, very yeah. much so, because, like, the very, like, pale skin and, you know, the, the jagged teeth and everything. I said it was okay. I just wasn't, like, a huge, a huge fan of it. I was like, it was like, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, um, I thought he looked cool. I, I mean, even when he was all, like, you know, like, put back together. I just was kind of, you know, what I thought was weird. It was all the green lighting. Like, everything was lit in green. And I thought that was, like, an odd choice. I, I don't know. Um, but as far as like you saying like Nosferatu, I get that. I, he, he was like taking a lot from other Draculas and famous vampires, you know, from like older movies and stuff like that. Like I saw a little bit of a couple things there. I know he was, 
I know he was a big fan of Christopher Lee, and Christopher Lee played Dracula, you know, in many, many movies. Right. Yeah. Um, I saw some of that in there. You know, uh, some of the, the the look with the hat and the teeth was very like London After Midnight, which was a popular Lost film. But there's many um, photos out there of Lon Chaney, uh, Lon Chaney Senior, in that uh, makeup and stuff, and he had that kind of look, especially with the teeth and the hat. And yeah, he took a lot from everything, but he also just took a lot from Nicolas Cage. You know, he did a lot of, especially like, like the end where he just screams like, hell Satan. And like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. I'm like, that is totally just him. Yeah. Like to I, me, that was just so unexpected. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> so shocked at that at the end. And I'm like, uh, okay, I guess like. I got I face off Nicholas Cage. Is this is this a thing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but Nicholas Cage definitely Nicholas Cage the shit out of Dracula in this movie. And like <laughs> I mentioned earlier, it's he's way over the top just yeah. in general, and he's over the top as Dracula, and definitely works in this movie. I think he's like know? the best part of it, honestly. Um, yeah, I liked his lair too. Like he had that throne. And it was like made up of all like the bags of blood, and, like almost like a mm-hmm. web. There's a lot of good, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there was a lot of really clever, really clever, and good looking things in the movie. And then you had like this whole other part, which was just kind of boring and weird, um, especially with these other characters that we were talking about. So, like, this, like, this mix of these two things just sort of it sets it off a little bit. I feel like they had a really good idea, they had a lot of, a lot of clever ideas, um, but it wasn't like most of the movie unfortunately so um but but you know what there's some great stuff there and like i said that's really really the reason why i did enjoy it and felt entertained and stuff like that and i think other people will i don't really know that it's a, a rewatch kind of movie but um you know it i uh, would not personally. right yeah yeah unless someone else wanted to watch it or was just on for some reason but uh yeah. Yeah. Even at even at that, I'd probably elect to change the channel or put on something else. <laughs> and it's not like I said, it's not a horrible movie. It's not even a bad movie. It's it's good, you know. But it's definitely one of those movies where I would watch it once, and I said, okay, I got some entertainment. I got yeah, some, yeah. you know, chuckles and uh, whatever out of this movie. Check like on to the next thing, like watch something else. You know, I don't need to go back and watch it. It definitely wasn't that good. You know? No, I get it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I saw it, but yeah, I don't need to see it anytime soon. I would say that, uh, you know, Nick Cage and the Renfield's Dracula relationship are the, the two best things in the movie. Um, but unfortunately, like they just sort of bogged it down with all these other things. Um, I guess to, cause maybe they didn't feel like there was, enough to build a, an entire movie on with just that. I, I don't know. See, I kind of feel like it would have been better um, if this movie wasn't like some kind of big budget comedy with like, you know, big stars and more of like um, like an indie like comedy. Indie film. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like where like it was like a little bit more subtle humor. Because um, again, like the humor was like sort of propelled with like these big action scenes and, you know, like these really strange moments that uh, wouldn't normally happen, you know, like, it's just, like, hard, even though we're talking about, like, I know we're talking about, like, a Dracula, you know what I mean, in, in a movie, but I'm saying, like, that's the world we're given, right? But, like, there's still, like, the stuff with the cops and, the, and, the, and this, like, gang or whatever, this this mob, like, their stuff was weird, and, like, it, it was just, like, so, like, far from reality, you know, when those are the, those are supposed to be the grounded parts, right? Right. It took me out of it, so that was kind of why I didn't, you know, like those, and I feel like if they either got rid of it or toned it down, it just yeah, but found then, like you were saying. You know, maybe they felt like, all right, well, without this, we can't make a movie. It would just be like a forty-minute right, right, short or something. You know, because like the 
the involvement with Aquafina's character and the police department and Ben Schwartz's character and the mafia was just like so ridiculous on so many levels throughout the entire movie. And like, not yeah. only are they like kind of cat and mousing each other with the typical, you know, cops and robbers type vibe, but like they know each other and there's like personal digs to throughout the movie. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, wh- who does this? Where is this? Like, right, like right. I don't that's, understand. Right. That's not, that's kind of like where, where I had a problem with. And it's funny. I didn't have a problem with the vampire stuff. That made sense to me. The other stuff did not make sense. <laughs> that's what was so strange about it. You know, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, um, I, I kind of like, you know, thinking about it after it was over, I was kind of like, you know, it would have been better if it was a more subtle kind of horror comedy like what we do in the shadows or something like that take the same right. you know plot points uh like with renfield and dracula take that story you know like with them kind of like having this you know relationship and and, and bring it into like a, a you know something that other people can understand and make it funny uh you know therapy sessions they they work you know have him being like you know revived the entire time and he, he depends on him that's why we don't have to worry about dracula he's weakened you know we don't have to like say oh shit you know like yeah like he's like a godlike villain he doesn't have his abilities you know that brings him down to earth that brings him down to renfield's level and you know that stuff alone would have made a great like like i said more subtle comedy uh like the movie I was talking about or something like that, you know, it's universal. And I, and I, and I am saying this over and over again because like they are a huge movie company, right? So like they have to do everything big and they have to do things, you know, that are going to appeal to a wide audience. They wouldn't make a comedy like that. And unfortunately they're the ones that own the rights to this, right. In terms right. of like making the, that Dracula, you know, come back to the screen, uh, you know, a version of it. So, you know, that's what we got, but, you know, there was some great stuff in here. I just kind of wish it was done a little bit better. So you know what the worst part about Universal is? Uh, they what? really know how to fuck up a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> because they have the rights to all these great horror characters. And they attempted to make their, you know, cinematic universe. They flopped on that. Then they're like, all right, fuck it, reboot. We're going to try to do something different. Fuck it, reboot. We're going to try, like, comedy. And then they're probably just going to fuck it, reboot. And they're just like... Come on, like someone needs to get like some smart people in there and like actually make this because this could be a fantastic franchise, whether it's just Dracula solo and a couple movies yeah. or a, a bigger universe. Like it has such great potential, but it's just flops every time. I agree. So good job, Universal. Way to go. <laughs> but overall, yeah, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. I got, uh, you know, I got a good watch out of it. I'd probably give it. Like a six out of ten, maybe six and a half. It was, yeah, that's a fair. That's was, a fair score. Yeah, it was like it was good. You know, it had its moments. It had its ridiculous, stupid stuff in it as well. But overall, it it was okay. And if you like Nicolas Cage and if you like Nicholas Holt, I think it's great. If you like Aquafina and Ben Schwartz, go for it. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'd say definitely give it a watch. You know, I wouldn't give it a repeat, but give it a watch. Yeah. Well, there you have it. There's 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 our opinion on this movie. And uh, I guess we kind of repeat the same things a few times, but. You know, it's a short movie. It's a pretty simple. Uh, there's not really too much to say, I don't think, other than, yeah. Well, one, I, one last thing, if we could talk major spoiler for a minute. Yeah, the we ending, could do that, yeah. I don't, know how you, I don't know how you felt about the ending. Um, um, I, I thought it was kind of silly. Yeah, so, so full spoiler warning. Uh, long story short, they confront Dracula, Nicholas Holt, Renfield, he uses the power that he's acquired through this 
codependence anonymous group to, you know, say I have the power and try to, you know, fight back against Dracula. They get him in his circle, you know, his like a holy circle made of cocaine, you know, because I guess you could just put anything like Aquafina said in the movie. She's like, oh, I guess any powder <laughs> yeah, works. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah, believe I guess, in it. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, they give you that gratuitous Dracula beatdown montage. But then, like, I just didn't understand. They chop him into a billion pieces. They concrete him. But then they flush all the pieces down. It's like, why would you not, like, Dragon Ball them and, like, keep some parts separate and, like, send them all over the place? Because, like, you you flush them all together. Eventually, they're going to they're gonna be in close proximity. He's going to come back. Like, yeah, well, they kind of said that. You kind of got to be a little bit smarter about it you know they want to leave the door open to a possible sequel if they could do it of course uh, but something like this a hundred percent and and i don't know that this movie did that well i don't really know like the statistics of it all uh i, I kind of think it was a little bit of a flop um because no one really talked about it and it was kind of in and out of the theater fast but uh, but who knows i mean they could kind of do whatever they want um so we'll see but yeah, yeah i mean I, he, like, yeah, he, I he should know of all well. people like he right like that's was yeah, no, it's like, it was, dude, you've been with yeah. this guy forever. Like, you should know what the deal is. Like, all right, so you're not sure if it's going to work, but instead of, like, holding some of the pieces to be like, I know where they are, or to, like, bury pieces all over the place, and it's like, yeah, you may have to go to great lengths to, to do this, but, like, you know what the threat is. You know what the potential for danger is. Yeah, so, or, or just eat them. Eat all the pieces. <laughs> eat them. That's it. <laughs> So yeah. apparently, I did a quick little Google search. It was less than ten million global box office sales. Wow. Okay. Which and it cost sixty-five million to make. So that's not great. <laughs> no, I guess not. Well, a lot of that money went great. to the actors. I'm assuming because uh, that's oh, that's, yeah, a, that's, a, that's a hefty that's a hefty price for this kind of movie. I mean, we didn't have you know CGI fucking like you know uh, di- like dragons or anything like that so i don't know what that that's all about yeah i think most of it probably went to the four main actors yeah you know that we yeah. mentioned earlier it's you know they're getting big budget you know tickets to to act in this well nicholas but... cage hasn't come to a movie like this in a long time he's been doing a lot of more like you know smaller studio stuff so uh yeah. well he also played his fourth character i know you mentioned the three characters that he wanted to play uh, he played. There was actually a fourth on the list, and the character that he wanted to play was Nicolas Cage, and he did it. He did it. Um, that Woo! was great. <laughs> All right. Fucking Cage. I was like, "All right, this is this is it." He's, he was destined for this role. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, you should check it out. Not horribly, but it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I would always say check out anything that Nicolas Cage does because he's he's, yeah, he's definitely entertaining. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a you know honestly, I was a fan of him when I was a kid. Uh, he wasn't as crazy back then, but I I just liked him. <laughs> I liked a lot of his his movies when I was uh, younger, and now it's like it's cool to like Nick Cage. You know, back then. I was. I'm, I'm going to be one of those guys right now. Like, uh, back yeah, to, yeah. I liked him when he wasn't cool. <laughs> um, yeah. See, and I felt the opposite. Like growing up, I was like, Nicolas Cage is like one of the least talented actors in the business, and I still, I still feel that way. Motherfucker, well, like, he's an definitely Oscar. entertaining. <laughs> he's definitely entertaining. Yeah. 
You know, he's not he's not the greatest actor in the world, but he's definitely entertaining. <laughs> he brings like what he brings to the table is better than talent. So And that's all that matters, I think, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Um Yeah, but I mean like I said, check this one out if you had any like uh curiosity towards it. Um and if not, then it might not be for you. Nick Cage fan, you're gonna get full on Nick Cage and um, oh, yeah. and, and you'll in, probably enjoy it more than any of us. So uh yeah, there's that. So Jay, I'm glad you were able to come back. I hope you can come Thank back you for more again episodes. For me. It's been a blast. Yeah. I've, I always love coming on the episodes here. It's really great. So yeah. Looking forward to coming back again. So. Yes, yes, absolutely. Especially now that you're you you know you're back from uh your trip and stuff like that. So yep. I uh yeah, definitely wanna have you back on. We'll talk about some more stuff and um that's it. So guys, uh thank you for listening. Uh, stay tuned next Monday. We're going to have a new episode. Uh, it's going to be a new month. And um, we will uh, we'll see you then. Have a good fucking night. Good night. Hey, guys. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites. And make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Good fucking night. That's my fucking line. <laughs> I was going to Nick Cage it. Good fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I've been doing this whole time? <laughs> I should have been.